Welcome back. It's the Can Do Divas, Tiana and Chasta. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Candu Divas. We are so glad you guys are here with us today. We are the Candu Divas, real life best friends, best best friends. Wow, <laughs> I can talk. for you to say. Best friends and broadcasters. I'm Gianna. And I'm Chasta. We're here to inspire you to live a fun, fulfilled, and fearless life of purpose and meaning. We so, try. We try. Yes, we do. So on the docket today, we are going to be talking about self-talk, owning your beauty, being kinder to yourself, and not using filters on Instagram. <laughs> a lot of this stems from many things we find in the news and interesting information that comes out as well. Um, but one of the biggest news stories this week, um, which has a lot to do with how you view yourself and especially how women view themselves in society, was that Miss America is making some big changes to their format. They will no longer be having uh, or be utilizing the swimsuit portion as part of the competition. Mm-hmm. So you will not have to wear a swimsuit right. when you compete in the Miss America pageant. Chasta, as you know, I competed in pageants. So I'm dying. For a few years. Yeah, I mean, you're a beauty queen, Miss San Diego County. Um, I'm dying to hear your take on this. So I totally, completely understand why they're doing it. They, society is changing. It is completely, it it is different now than obviously what it was 15, 20 years ago when I competed. And the reason why I competed was for, you know, three things. Number one. I wanted to get myself out there and promote myself because I wanted a career in broadcasting and hosting and television and film and radio platform. It was a great platform. Speaking of platforms, number two, it gave you that to work with charity, to help kids, to help, um, you know, other things, charities in San Diego, because I did this in San Diego. There was a lot of things that I got to do um, to help other people through my platform as Miss San Diego. And third... I've always struggled with weight. Mm-hmm. It's always been a battle of mine. Mm-hmm. It's never, it's like when I competed in pageants, I was always a top scorer in interview, in question, in evening gown. But when it came to the swimsuit, it was the one thing that I struggled with because I am a curvy Latina. It is just how I am built. I am barely five foot four and I'm competing against these women who are five, seven, five, ten. Mm-hmm. And I did the Miss USA circuit. So there was no talent competition. Right. Maybe I should have done the Miss America. <laughs> yeah. But my point was, is having that competition that goal it forced me to live a healthier lifestyle Mm -hmm. so for me personally I feel like having the swimsuit competition was the hardest part for me but having a goal to eat better exercise focus on my health and I wasn't neurotic like some of these girls were maybe that's where the problem is lying Mm -hmm. like you were healthy about it I was healthy about it because I knew I could never look be 5'7", 120 pounds. You were realistic. You were like, I'm never going to be 110. Exactly. And I think... Nor am I, by the way. Let's be clear. And I think that's... And I think that's maybe where Miss America is missing the boat. Because having a swimsuit competition isn't necessarily so much about... You know, it's promoted as being healthy. Like, we want to show physical fitness. And Mm -hmm. I think that's very smart. And I think it's very helpful. But I think the way they present it and Miss USA is very guilty of this too. It doesn't, it goes beyond that. It goes more so of how thin can I be on stage to look better than the next girl? Yeah. And that's the problem. But I, okay. So I, my take is, I don't think my take is going to be the average woman's take. So I hope that I don't get hate, any hate for this. But I, I see all of the points, I guess, in theory. But I also feel like we see girls in bathing suits flaunting themselves on Instagram, on TV, on Facebook, on everything. And I just, um, I don't really get it. Maybe it's because 
I follow because I'm a health nut. I follow like a million health um, gurus and trainers and all that stuff on Instagram. And they're always parading around in like bathing suits. And it inspires me to keep going with my health journey. So I'm with you. If it's like, I'm realistic. I don't actually want to be stick thin at all. Like I have zero, zero um, desire to be like a like, like a rail. I don't. I, I like curves. I like both of our curves. I yeah. think you know curves are good. Kate Upton got Maxim's top one hundred hot girl in the world, and she's got some serious banging curves. Yeah, she does. Um, look at Ashley uh, Graham, the the model who is a quote unquote plus size model, but she's in mainstream right now. So swimsuit cover model. Yeah, I think it's changing, and so I. I thought we were sort of headed into a positive change where we were accepting curves in women. And I think it would be positive to have a swimsuit competition where girls could rock their curves. Like if we could if we could make it to that, I would feel like that would be more aligned with my my view on it. I don't think we should take it out altogether because quite honestly, I can respect a woman's beauty. And if she's healthy and happy then I'm, I'm good with it. I don't, I don't know. I don't see the objectification that everyone like freaks out about because we're all willing to go out on a beach in a bikini. I mean, what's, I don't know that that's the world stage is a beach. Totally. And I, I think the biggest thing though, is people argue that they're being judged on it. Right. But people would judge you on a beach too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, they, they could judge you on a beach and they should understand that every person entering this competition is making that decision to do so. Right. It and is her it, choice. And it goes back to me <laughs> and so many things in life right now. This like applies to personal responsibility. You cannot make like rules for every single person. Like at one point, people have to be responsible on how they live their life. Like you can't just cancel everything because one person is super duper irresponsible and and takes it to an extreme. You were totally fine with it. You were healthy. You had a really great, you know, experience. It gave me with a it. goal. It gave you a goal. It kept you healthy. Um, you know, but just because one other girl takes it to a whole nother level because she's, you know, battling whatever, I don't feel like everyone should just get punished because some people can't be responsible. I feel like the notion of personal accountability, personal responsibility is is gone. I feel like the notion of that is gone in so many ways. And I think why not judge her on how she rocks it with confidence? Confidence. Not so much even how she, I mean, how she looks in it per se. How, I mean, she could choose a bathing suit that's like, it doesn't have to be bikini. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this sexy high cut one piece. It could be like a cool old school 50s kind of style. Absolutely. It could be something with a beautiful sarong, like a fun swimwear kind of competition. I mean, what are we saying to every single girl out there that we can't accept women to be on a stage in a bathing suit looking beautiful because it might offend other people? That's what I'm saying. I, I don't, don't understand. understand. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, I, I do have a hard time. I, I do. I mean, I understand where they're going with it and why they're doing it because they don't want to give people a reason to like objectify women. Yeah. But again, I feel like you're taking away a woman's opportunity to have a choice yes. to flaunt what she feels is beautiful and gorgeous. And I think that's where we're missing the mark. We are not appreciating every single different type of beautiful right. in our world. We are we used to create one specified way that women should be. That's why, especially in the 80s and 90s and even early 2000s, you know, photoshopping women on covers of magazines were very popular. You know, supermodels were just what everyone aspired to be because that's what you wanted to look like. Mm -hmm. It's not like that anymore. Mm -mm. You have girls on Instagram getting 200,000 followers who are size 20. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because they're rocking who they are. And I think it's just about having that self-confidence. And that's what makes you beautiful. And if you want to wear a bathing suit, then why can't you have that choice? And we've all seen girls on the beach that are size, you know, 20. Let's just go with that. That own it. 
and they rock it and they're confident and you're like, damn, sister. Like you, I love seeing women like that. I've seen girls on dance floors that are curvier and bigger, but they own, they literally own the dance floor and they rock everything that they have. And to me, that's the most beautiful thing. I mean, I don't care if you have dimples in your butt, which I do. I don't care, you know, if you have bumpy skin or big legs. I also have big legs. I mean, it's just, it's how you own your beauty. You just... You are what you are. You do the best with what you can and you move on and you accept yourself. And I think that is the bottom line. And I just, I think by canceling it, it's like, oh, well, if everybody can't be in this box, then no one can be up here. You know, that's the problem. They, they want, like, they expect you to be in a swimsuit in that specific, like, version. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to look like this in a swimsuit. Okay. So if we're going to do this, then change the age range. Yeah. Th- yeah. Exactly. Why does have to, th- why is there a Miss America Amen. and a Perfect. Mrs. America? Why do you have to restrict women who've never had children? Who've, like, so being, like, for Miss USA, you can't can't have had children and you can't and you can can't you be, be married, married? No. yeah and you so can't be married that and you to cannot me, be older than 27 that to me is far more offensive than Thank a woman you. being on a stage in a bikini right, because why can't miss america be, be 35 be 35 years old and have had a kid because I'm, i think that represents america yes and i'm sorry like i have had a kid i'm i'll be 37 in a few weeks and i feel like i take care of myself far better than our my 25 year old days when we were eating mexican food and drinking every night it's good times <laughs> Good times. I will say that. But I feel like I would be a far more, and even just the way my body looks, just take that out of it, I'd be a far more confident girl walking across that stage at 37 years old than I would have been at 25. Absolutely. Amen, sister. I am with you on that. Take away the age. That's BS. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? So if you're going to change this one thing, then just open, like, wide open. I mean, you could even have it to where here's your, you know, Miss America of this, you know, have three of them. That represent all walks of a female's life. Why does it have to be just one woman who is 25 years old? Because it's not representative of who we are. It's not reality. It's not real. And then here's the thing. Like, you want someone that people can relate to. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Even when I was in pageants, half of those girls I couldn't relate to. Yeah. And I think that's why I won. Because I was probably the one person in that competition who people were like, dang, she's kind of normal and cool. (laughs) She's kind of normal. I mean, I wasn't obsessive. You know, it's like... It's it's just I think you have to you if you're going to conform, then do it. Go big. Go 100 percent. I agree with you a thousand percent. Well said there. Well said. Now, let's go to the letter. Let's go to filters, because we you know, we talk about Instagram. You talk about Photoshopping and all that. So Photoshopping is sort of like becoming an out because now there have been stars. uh, Kim Kardashian did it. I believe Rihanna did it. There's been quite a few um, stars who have had Photoshop covers come out and then they released the real picture on their own. They were like, no, no. This is not what that looked like. Here was the real picture. So I feel like in magazines, we're starting, keyword being starting, to pull away from Photoshopping era, but we're going full bore with filters on on social. I think so too. And you can download so many. In fact, I have my favorites. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, I'm not, I'm not saying filter? guilty. I, I filter when I feel like I'm having a really bad like hair day or makeup uh-huh. or like just... Meh. But I don't filter in the sense of, you, you know, no offense to Snapchat, your filters are adorable. But um, like I don't filter in the sense of like there's this there's this Kim Kardashian tweeted something out or posted or whatever video and she was getting a facial. And I'm like, why are you posting yourself getting a facial? But the whole time you have a Snapchat filter over your face, not even showing exactly what's happening. Right. So she's never she's not going to show what she looks like without makeup during this facial. Mm-hmm. But yet she's showing us. Her getting a facial with a Snapchat filter. Right. I got gotcha. you. I feel like that's 
not representative of the moment. Like, why are you even sharing that information then? Yeah. Are you promoting the salon? Yeah. Don't, do you think that if the before and after was amazing, that would be more valuable to them? Yeah. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, I mean, she has shown herself without makeup before. We all know she has like really dark eye circles. And to me, when I see Kim like that, first of all, she's gorgeous. Annoying. <laughs> but second way, of all, pretty, yeah. yeah. But second of all, like you just said, relatable and owning that. Like that to me is far more. Uh, clickable if you're like looking for a click or a like or a comment or whatever to me that is far more relatable and clickable than a doggy you know filter with the doggy ears and all that stuff and I mean I don't shame people I do it sometimes with Cody because it's really fun and he laughs at it but I actually I used to when Instagram came out I used to filter within an inch of my life like because I was upset I was like wow you can make yourself look so perfect and you can you can now I have stopped because I realized I was like wow that really is like because it, it puts a highlight, a spotlight when those filters aren't on and you take a selfie. You really start to, or I did, rip yourself apart. Like I started noticing, I mean, I have freckles or age spots, whatever. I mean, I have a little bit of both. And you start noticing the bags under your eyes and all these things that are totally, totally normal for a woman my age who has a child and a crazy life and starts her day at 345 in the morning. Those things are normal. So I just started, I was like, you know what? This is like, it's not good for me. I w it went back to whenever you and I were talking about um, how Instagram like and any kind of social media like feed your soul and what you get out of yes. it. That was when I noticed it. And I was like, mm, I need to I need to pull back on that. I think when I use filters on Instagram, there's some of them. That I just like the color. Uh -huh. yeah, like I love the hue. Like mm -hmm. some, you know, I love that blue or like pinky hue you get when you're putting a picture up because it's say like you're outside and it's this beautiful sunset. You add a little bit of that pink to it. But in my filtering the sunset, it's still beautiful, but it's like almost makes it more of an artistic photo. I do it on those photos all the time. Yeah. I'm think, specifically just talking about my face. Yeah. And I mean, I will. I, will. I, will. I guess I, I'm like 50-50. There's days where I don't even care and there's days where I was like, damn girl. You know what else made me stop is Facebook Live because you can't filter Facebook Live. No, you Live. can't. You can't. And so when I started going on there, I go on there kind of frequently. Well, I go on there very frequently on the Bones account, which there's nobody more brutal than the Bone listening audience to tell you how you look. But I started going live on there without a filter, obviously. And then I started going live on my um, Facebook workout page. And that was like me holding the camera to my face, like a, a selfie style video. And I couldn't have a filter. And I was like, you know what? F it. I'm just going to own it. This is who I am. I love myself. I'm proud of myself. Yes, I have imperfections, but who doesn't? And so that's really what helped me stop because I couldn't I couldn't filter a live video. Well, and I think too, nowadays, especially if you do have um, a job that puts you in the public light as a public figure, yeah. you know, there's certain things that you just... I think people are going to be more attractive to, mm -hmm. attracted to. And I think being a little more relatable on social media is one of those things. Um, and maybe not using a filter is part of that. Mm -hmm. Shalene Johnson this week, um, she started she started a Snapchat and it had the pretty filter. She calls it the pretty filter. You know, it's the one that doesn't have all the dog ears or anything. It's just, it's like a true filter. And she literally was like, nope, got to stop right now. I got to take the pretty filter off. And she, and then she went into without the pretty filter. Which, by the way, she looks fantastic. And I think she's 49 or 50. Wow. Um, she's great. She takes a lot, very good care of herself. But she was like, no, because whenever I meet people in real life and I've oh, if I have the pretty filter on all the time, they see me and they're like, oh, like, you know, she's not as cute as I thought she was or she has aged worse than I thought and all that stuff. So she has gone back to not doing the filter either. I think what's a little hard, too, is you and I both work on uh, radio stations that are very male dominated. Right. And sometimes, like, you know, like... They're not, I, I don't know, I think women are a little bit more 
forgiving now, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. now in today's society yeah. of how a woman looks. Whereas I think men have an expectation of you mm-hmm. as that voice and that girl on a show with a lot of guys. And I mean, that's kind of what I fall guilty to sometimes. You yeah. know, it's like when they ask you what you look like or they look you up, you're like, wow, Gianna, da da da. And I'm like, well, you're looking at a good picture. Yeah. I'm like, you did my makeup that day. I yeah. mean, that was all sweet. Um, but it's nice because when you do do the Facebook lives or the Instagram lives and things like that, it does give you a true representation of who you are. And sometimes I think people just need to embrace that. And I think once you embrace it, Everyone else will also because I think the sexiest thing and I think any person will agree is confidence. Yeah. And if you have that confidence to be who you are in every aspect of your life, you're going to go, I think, a little bit farther. I think for me, like the whole takeaway of, of what we're talking about is just what you said is confidence. I'll have to tell you a story. There was a girl on Facebook. She's a listener of mine. I won't say her name. Um, I really adore her. I think she's a very sweet, kind person. I've only met her once. Uh, she doesn't even live here anymore. She lives on the East Coast. But she went on Facebook. And she does this all the time, and it kills me. She went on Facebook and literally ripped herself. She's 50 years old. Very pretty 50-year-old woman. Like, she really is. She's taking good care of herself. She works out. But she's 50. I mean, at 50, you have wrinkles. Like, things happen, you know? And she went on there, and you know what she did? She took a picture of herself when she was in her 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And she made like a graph, like a, you know, like a Instagram collage and compared herself from her 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And then continued to rap, like rip herself about how she looks now publicly. And I just, it was heart-wrenching. And I went on there and I just was like, girl, you have got to stop. Like, I don't know if she was just looking for compliments. I don't think she was. I think she really does this to herself a lot. And so she just did it in a public way. And people were very kind. They were like, look, you great. It looked great in your 20s, but you have aged well. And look how you've looked over the decades and all that kind of stuff. And I did that. But I just, I just sat there thinking if she rips herself like this publicly, I cannot imagine how she beats herself up in her own head. And it broke my heart. And so what I basically in a nutshell went on there and said is you have to own who you are and if you own who you are then that confidence is beautiful people love somebody who holds their head up high who like owns all their imperfections jenna kutcher is a great example she is a very good example of that she is on instagram and she is a uh, curvier girl and she owns it and rocks it and she people love her for it she posts pictures in her underwear to own her belly and her curves and it's adorable and it's relatable and people, they they really are attracted to that. And it just, it broke my heart to see her self-talk like that. So if I could give you any advice, if you're bad to yourself, you may not even notice it because a lot of people I don't think do. Um, you may not even realize what you're saying to yourself either in your head or out loud, but just watch what you say and how you treat yourself. Cause I guarantee you, you don't, you wouldn't talk to your best friend like that. No, I don't think so. I mean, why would you, you, you should, talk, you should never talk to yourself like that. You should try to be as positive and as you know comforting and conf- you know and treat yourself with care and love yeah. because that's you like that like your inner you is everything like if there's a one person in this world I have to rely on it's myself exactly and if I'm telling myself how horrible I am and how terrible I look and that I'm not the same person I used to be well then what have we learned how are you growing because isn't that the point evolving like, you're yes. evolving like you, you like my like Gianna in her 20s is so different than Gianna in her 30s and then Gianna in her early 40s. Like, yeah. it's just, you cannot, like, and I've grown so much. I love myself so much more now. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I didn't love myself then, but I've learned. Right. Like, I've 
I've educated myself. I've had life lessons. And I can't imagine in, you know, 10 years when I'm in my 50s that I won't have even more life lessons. Mm-hmm. And think of all the beautiful things you're missing yeah. about what's happening on your in your life, the road you're taking. It's like no one is appreciating the journey. They're just focused on what everyone else thinks of their of journey. Of their journey. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I was reading this in this article, which kind of ins- helped inspire part of this conversation, is um, a social worker, uh, and she has a master's degree in social work, and she serves as director of a program of an academy that focuses on things like this. She's also a psychologist, is talking about how much we've changed since social media has kind of been a part of our society. Mm-hmm. It's because the perception that people put out there are so different than their actual lives. And it is really affecting younger generations. Big time. Kids especially. Social media use leads to depression. It leads to narcissism, body image issues. And I'm not saying social media is a bad thing. We use it every day in our jobs. But as a parent and as, you know, maybe you, you you have a niece or a nephew or a daughter or a son who are just getting online and Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram, you really have to think about what they're watching and looking at and what their perception is of society. And we need to start working on that and focusing on that because you and I, you know, we, we are like, we, we had like the beginning of social media. Right. Now, like we're, they're growing up with it. Oh yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's different. And I think that has a lot to do with how we, we're changing and we need to make sure these kids don't have those issues when they're 50. Yeah, I think it's it's a big issue for your outside perspective. I think it's a big issue for the goals you set in your life and like comparing yourself to others. You know what I think is another huge issue? And I saw it with Anthony Bourdain's passing. People were talking oh. about it, um, about lonely, being lonely. People yeah. don't, they think they're connected because they're connected on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And they're always commenting back and forth. Like you'll have a friend that you never see, but you comment back and forth. So you feel connected. And then all of a sudden you realize um, you're doing that with everyone. So you don't have like real life friendships where you're hugging one another or having drinks with one another and that human eye to eyeball connection that really humans need. The basics of life come down to human connection. People want to be a part of something and they want to be loved and you can't get that through a screen. You can't. You know, I mean, I'm part of this tribe on Facebook. It's literally called the 3L tribe and it's very supportive and it's women all over uh, the country well, and the world that support one another. But I don't know any of them. So the connection is only goes so far. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I think social media, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole that we're going to have to we're going to have to regulate some way. Self-regulate. I mean, this goes back to that self-responsibility, yeah. right? Where you have to self-regulate. Um, and it comes down to image. It comes down to life goals and it comes down to connection. And I think it's it really is a problem. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I think that, it, you know, as we raise our children in schools, I think we should start. I think I think this now needs to be part of the education. I, agree. I think this goes along with history and English and math and science because they spend so much time on it. Yeah. They spend so much time on the Internet. They spend so much time on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, you do your best as a parent to regulate these things, but mm-hmm. you don't know what your kid's doing two hours a day when they're with their friends. Exactly. They're going to tell you think and you hope you did it right. Right. But you don't know 100 percent. Yeah. So you need to make sure you implement these things and maybe we need to start doing it elsewhere. Maybe teachers need to, you know, start educating kids on things like that as well. Or schools need to incorporate it to teach kids that this is not the real world. This is not real life. Yeah, You know, like real life is something you can touch and that's in front of you. And granted, you can see things on social media that you think like, hey, 
I want to be a travel journalist and I want to be like Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. an amazing storyteller. That just whole don't even get me heart. started. I've cried for two breaks days over my that heart and that yeah. story. Kate Spade as well. Just yeah. the just oh, I can't even wrap my head around it. Just, yeah. Bottom line is, is if you're if you're out there and you need something like that, you need a hug call someone absolutely there is always someone there is someone i mean there are even if you feel like you have no one there are people who take volunteer their time take time out of their lives for away from their families to be on the phone to help you connect right and i guarantee you they will find that person for you it goes back to human connection and and just really focus on you know kind of what we were saying about loving yourself you know love love yourself and do don't get me wrong do the best with what you can look i use 12 different creams at night for my face okay <laughs> let's be let's let's be real i'm always always trying and i'm always hopeful that you can uh, turn back time but it happens to all of us uh and you just have to do what you can with what you have and then what you can't change own it, rock it, love yourself, and be confident. That's right, because God made you who you are for a reason. That's All right. right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Please hop on to the Candid Divas Facebook page, Instagram page, as we discuss social media, yeah. only for the purposes of sharing your thoughts and opinions, because yes. we would love to hear from you. Good know does what, come out of social yes, media. Yes, yes. We want to know what you think, because this is what we're trying to do, bring some good and positivity and help others in the world. And hop on to iTunes, uh, rate and review. Tell us what you think of the podcast. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you don't love. We want to make this the most entertaining exciting interesting thing enlightening. you do enlightening <laughs> all of that uh, that you do on a weekly basis but we love all of you and thank you so much for joining us you can find us everywhere as the Candu Divas as Gianna Franco and as Chesta that's right thank you for being here we love you have a good one no last name needed <laughs>